voiceamerica.com. Eddie George Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to Radio by George. I am your awesome host, Eddie George. Ah... Uh, it's always good to catch up with you people every Monday. I look forward to this every single week, having you catch up with me and my daily go- outings and what I'm doing in the world and talking to you about various topics. And before we get into today's topic, I want to obviously give you the updates on where I've been, what I've seen, what I've been doing. I'm always doing something. I'll tell you what, this past weekend was a absolute doozy for me in terms of travel. I went to Denver to do the show on Thursday last week. From Denver, I went to Columbus for a meeting on Friday. And Friday, on that Saturday, I went to Memphis. And on Memphis on Sunday, (laughs) I left Memphis on Sunday to go back out to Denver. They could only come back last night. So I was in five different cities in, in less than 48 hours, and I was exhausted. But I'm always excited and full of energy when I talk to you people. Ah, what happened over the weekend? Ah, yes, right. College football, the the regular season comes to an end, and after all the dust settles, everything is is in in the hopper. It's all said and done. Ohio State versus LSU in the BCS National Championship in New Orleans. January 7th. Who would have thought after last year's thrashing that the Ohio State Buckeyes would be back in the mix? No one believed. You know, this was a crazy, volatile year in college football, one that I'm very excited about because it, it wasn't predictable. You couldn't say, well, yeah, LSU and Ohio State going to tee off or Oklahoma. I mean, a lot of teams, they can make an argument for, for taking that national title spot. You know, over LSU, I think that we all knew if if you follow college football that if Missouri or West Virginia lost last week, Ohio State was going to be in it. But if both teams lost, which I didn't think, who was going to who who who's going to step in there and do it? You know, you had Georgia sitting right there at number four, but they didn't play for their conference championship, so that hurt them. You had Oklahoma, who looked fabulous in the Big 12 championship against Missouri. And I thought that they had the stronger statement. But when you look at it all, they lost to two unranked teams during the course of the year. And then you had Virginia Tech, who looked excellent, who beat BC up. But then you had USC, and also you had LSU. Now, LSU, when you look at it, you have to look at the strength of schedule. But then also you have to look at who they lost to and how they lost. LSU had two triple-time losses during the course of the year. And their body of work, well, you got to put them in there. I thought that it was going to come down to Oklahoma or LSU. But I'm very happy to say that my alma mater is back in it for some redemption against an SEC school who is rich in speed and talent, like they all say. 
and it's uh it's all good. So I'm really happy about where my boys are going and the matchups that are going to happen on the, in the BCS bowl games. And just a brief update on a brief re- review of, of the matchups. You got OSU and LSU in the BCS national championship game. You got Georgia versus Hawaii in the Sugar Bowl, which I think is going to surprise a lot of people because you have a guy by the name of Colt Brennan. He, uh, if you don't follow college football, this kid from Hawaii is an outstanding, outstanding football player. And I think you will, if you watch the Heisman Trophy uh, presentation coming up this weekend, September the, uh, excuse me, the December the eighth, you're going to hear about this kid. He's phenomenal, broke almost every passing record in NCAA, NCAA history, and he is a phenomenal player. So I think that's going to be a great matchup. Oklahoma versus West Virginia. What, what happened to West Virginia? All they had to do was beat their rival Pitt, who wasn't very good. I, I mean, how they just it looked like the Mountaineers just said, here's our helmets, here's our jerseys, throw them on the field, hey, that's... We're going. We're already in New Orleans for the national championship game, and I was very disappointed in that. I thought Pat White and and, and Slayton were are two of the most outstanding, dynamic, explosive athletes out there, but they just couldn't get it done. Ah, well, they play Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's no joke. That's a great matchup in the. Um, I believe that's the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Uh, Kansas versus Virginia Tech. That will be the Orange Bowl. That's going to be a great matchup there. And there's, you know, there's a flawed system here. You know, Kansas, they shouldn't be in the BCS game. It should be Missouri. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Missouri faced off against this team. They beat them head-to-head. The only two losses Missouri had was against Oklahoma, and they don't go to a BCS game. This is where I have a problem with the BCS. You know, it's a flawed system. They should use the system, the BCS, to allow the teams, to find the teams, identify the eight teams or how many teams they want to put in the playoff and settle it on the field. This makes no sense because there's always going to be controversy there. There's always going to be someone's opinion and, and, and computer rankings. Throw that crap out the window. Let, it, let the boys play it on the field. So I don't agree with it. I think Mark Mangino and the Kansas Jayhawks had a great year. But it just doesn't add up. It just does not add up. Too bad for the Missouri Tigers. Then they play in the in the uh, Orange Bowl. You have USC versus Illinois. Ah, Illinois. That was my surprise team of the year. I felt like they were a team led by Ron Zook. He knows how to recruit. And they are a team on the uprise. And I wouldn't be surprised if they beat USC in the Rose Bowl because they have the athletes and the attitude to get it done. And this will be a, a, a momentum push for Illinois going into next year. And my prediction is they'll be in the top five or definitely the top ten going into next year. So that's it for the college year, and it was a great year. It was uh, unpredictable. I think we got the two best teams teeing off, and let's go Bucks. And on a sad note, today... In case uh, some of you may know, um, um, if you follow football or if you don't, really, this is really a a sad story. Today was the funeral for the late Sean Taylor, uh, free safety for the Washington Redskins, and was held down in Miami. I had a few friends that go down and called me today and it was well over 5,000 or 4,000 people there to celebrate this young man's life. 
And um, it is uh, still a shock when I see his 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 birth date when he entered the world and his death date when he left the physical world that, that we now live in and Sean Taylor. And it still shocks me because he was a 24-year-old young man uh, just coming into his own. You know, he was a father. Um, he was soon to get married. He was a, a son. This was a human being that could have served this world, not just as a football player, but as an outstanding human being, an example. Um, just a real quick, a brief story. I had to tell you, I was talking on the phone just a few moments ago before I got on the telecast with a friend of mine, and I said, you know, when I first saw this kid, it was two, in 2002 at the national championship game against Ohio State, and they were warming up. And I'm looking across the field at Miami, and I'm like, God, man, these guys are deep in athletes. But there was one cat that stood out among all of them. He stood about 6'3", 222 pounds, and he was playing free safety. He was athletic, range, lanky, fast, and he will knock your head off. And after, when I saw him, I said, I said to my man, Samari Roll, who... I played with the Tennessee Titans. He's from Florida. He, I said, who is that? He said, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's Sean Taylor. And watching him play, just the passion he had for the game, the love of the game, I knew he was going to be something special. And so he gets drafted to, to watch, to watch the Redskins. And that same year, I went on to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> when I saw this kid on film and how he was not afraid to put his head in there and knock somebody out, I said, I really don't want no parts of this kid. <laughs> I don't get intimidated easy, but I'll tell you what, I knew I was in for a doozy when I went up against this kid. And, and you know, it's just a shame that uh, you had a young man who who was defending his family. You know, there's so, so much speculation on how it happened, why it happened. Well, some people believe that, the lines were cut and it was a setup from the jump in. Or some people believe that it was just a random break in and they thought he was, in, was out of town and, and they got scared so they shot, you know. But the bottom line is that we lost a great, a great player, a great athlete. And, you know, just to, just to, to clear things up with him, you know, you see some pictures of him, you, you hear the, the great journalists and, and, and today from CNN and ESPN saying, well, it could have been a setup, and they're talking about his mishaps. Well, he was late to this. He was living this kind of a lifestyle. Well, th- that's not necessarily true. He was defending his family in his home, and and the, 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 the death was the outcome of it all. And no, ma- no matter how you look at it, we lost a good one, people. We lost a real good one. And it kind of sets everything up today. What our topic of the day is, is it goes into... Um, the stitching. You know, you look at how these young men, I guess four, they found four of the young men involved, and you wonder how they were found. And this is where this, this, this program can, can really help a lot of people out in, in times like this and trying to, to justify or, or try to um, uh, find a way to put the rest of how see your, your, your loved one or someone was murdered or raped or whatever it could be, and it's snitching. And it's, it's a program or the website you can go to and you can da- uh, give information on, on certain situations that may have happened without uh, being known. And, and we want to talk about that today with, with some of the founders. But, you know, it, it's snitching cool. 
You know, I knew I grew up in Philadelphia, and, and that's something you don't do. That's the code of the streets. You don't snitch. And I can recall a situation that I grew up. It wasn't anything major, but my boys and I were throwing rocks from the, the, the train tracks. You know, how cool is that? And apparently, you know, they threw one off the, 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 off the bridge, and a car, it hit a car in the windshield, and it, you know, they almost, they could have crashed. But to, to make a long story short, we ran off our different directions. They uh, were roaming the streets looking for us. They cut, they come up to me, they catch me, and they said, were you on the train tracks? Did we see you on the train tracks? I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they ran off, and then lo and behold, I'm walking to the store, and my father um, comes up with one of the guys and says, Eddie, weren't you on the train tracks? I said, no, I wasn't. He says, yes, you was. And then my dad or something told me, well, he said, well, do you know where the guys were that, that broke the, the window, that threw the rock from the uh, the bridge? And I said, no. And I said, I don't know where they live. My father said, yeah, they live right over there. Well, to make a long story short, they called the cops. They bring them to the, the spot to pick up my friend. And right there on the spot, he gives me a 20 in front of all my friends. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. And they all looked at me like, you snitch. So from that point on, you know, I wasn't ostracized, but they gave me a really hard time about that, that, you know, it was messed up. But anyway, snitching is not cool, but we're going to talk about more and that after we come back from a break with my man Marcus Hampton in a minute, y'all. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. The Kerry Douglas Show with the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Kerry Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Kerry Douglas Show. Join Kerry each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Kerry Douglas Show with Kerry Douglas broadcasts each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Kerry Douglas Show with Kerry Douglas, your premier source for faith based entertainment, news, events, and trends. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. 
Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. I'm your host, Eddie George. And today's topic, snitching. You often hear about snitching in the hip-hop community. It's not cool. You hear about don't snitch. And uh, this it's pretty popular from, you hear rappers like Cameron to, um, to basically anybody in the hip-hop community that is not the code of ethics, no matter what. You know, you look at, um, I was watching a program on CNN with, with Anderson Cooper and Cameron, and he said that if he lived next door to a serial killer, that he wouldn't tell the police, he would just move. And that's how deep it is. And I'm joined with today on someone that says Do Snitch, and he has a website called DoSnitch.com, and to add some more to this discussion on, on why um, you created this program, uh, it's Marcus. Marcus, you here with me? Yeah, how you doing, Ed? Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. I appreciate hey. you having me on your show. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you came, came on, man. So, you know, in the day and age that we live in, especially in the urban community, um, snitching is, is that's a no-no. That's, that's you don't a big no-no. No. What was the impetus behind this whole website? Well, Deuce, they started um, June 2006. A um, group of us was just sitting around college graduates discussing different issues, kind of like Cameron had did on that talk show you were talking about. And out of five of us, four people said they wouldn't snitch. Mm-hmm. These are college graduates living a nice lifestyle. And it just it puzzled me to death. And I had recently just lost a first cousin mm-hmm. um, at the University of Memphis. Kind of similar to the most recent thing that happened at the University of Memphis. He'd get, gotten shot in the head. Mm-hmm. About to graduate, um, degree in engineering. No one's found this killer yet. Wow. So, yeah, it's kind of it's more personal than anything that made me come up with this website. Mm-hmm. Do you find um, is it uh, is it hard for you to um, be anonymous with this whole program? And and do you find a lot of people? Threatening you to get rid of it? Yeah, we've and, gotten and so many. With that being many, said, how successful has it been thus far? We've gotten so many emails supporting Do Snitch, and the ones who that don't support Do Snitch are the minority. Those are the people who are telling people not to tell. Those are those rappers, those gangsters who don't want the majority to have peace and harmony. Mm-hmm. Why do you, Why do you think that is? Why Why if if somebody, I guess, in their families, I guess, in certain situations, you know, you look at Cameron. He was shot uh, numerous times, and he wouldn't give the cops any information. Do you think it's because it's 
they say it's more or less for business, but I think it's more for their their livelihood, um, their well-being. I think what has happened is that most of us today have grown up in a society where violence is considered to be all right, you know, through video games, through videos on television. So it seems cool now not to tell. And, and mm-hmm. once again, I say the music industry and the rap videos and just in general has kind of perpetuated the whole idea that it's just not cool to tell, even mm-hmm. if you know someone has done something heinous. But right. what we're trying to do at DeuceNish.com is to retrain the mindset because wrong is wrong, no matter who you are, right. no matter what walk of life you come from. Um, and I say that speaking about Sean Taylor, God mm-hmm. bless his soul. You know, someone came forward enough, came forward enough conscious to come forward to report those guys. Mm-hmm. They didn't just pull those guys over on the side of the street. Someone came forward and reported them. Mm-hmm. That has to happen in every crime. If that happens in every crime, you're able to walk down your street a little bit more freely than you normally would. Mm-hmm. And one way to do that is to go to our website, com. Right now, when you go to com, how does that work? It's does very you, user-friendly. You, do you type um, in information in the, yeah, that the, city, the type of crime? You don't have to leave your name, no anything. And mm-hmm. those, once you do get to the website and you do report your crime, it's instantly carried on to the proper authorities in which city you're in. I mean, we've getting crime calls from San Diego, California, all the way up to Philadelphia, PA, from where you're from. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nonstop. Across America, people are wanting to change. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just trying to speed up the revolutions a little bit. And How you, successful has this been? It's been very. Mm-hmm. It's been very. But one thing we do need, you know, we need more people to participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're having a, a statewide peace march in January, and we want we want this to be national, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also having a block parties throughout the upcoming year. Just basically just to have a crime-free month for a change. Mm-hmm. One way to do that is to take the peace breakers off the street. But, you know, how, but how can you assure someone of their safety? You know, how, how can you be so sure that, you know, there's a lot of smart cats out there where they can decode certain things on the Internet, they can find out who it was or whatever, whatever. Either we do, we make sure we surround ourselves with smarter hats. Uh-huh. I see. I don't. I don't want anybody to be afraid to come forward. You know, Deuce Stitch was was derived out of conscience. Everyone's born with one. Whether or not you use it or not is up to you. What we're trying to do is give you an avenue to use that conscience, that God-given conscience, to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: Do you have uh, so so? Do you have like any personal um, any personal problems where somebody was trying to get at you because of this this website? Yeah, we've had a. A couple of threats. Yeah, I have. I've had those. But, you know, that's life. Anytime mm-hmm. you're trying to do the right thing, there's always going to be someone out there trying to, to stop you doing the to, trying to stop you to doing the right thing. There's always someone out there. To, evil's always going to be out there. Mm-hmm. But what's necessary is good men have to do the right thing. Have to. But, you know, you know, some people, like like you said, like in the, in the hip-hop community and even in the, in the minority community, um, we just don't have... That trust between uh, Johnny Law, you know, is right. just not there. So why would we feel compelled to 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 help them out, and why would we need feel a need to trust them? Because there has been distrust. Because there are, you know, dis, dishonest cops. There are some, sometimes cops will put you out there, you know, right. use that information against you sometimes. Right. So why do why, why do you feel that we That's could, what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what do snitches for is, is to act as that buffer. You don't want to talk to the cops. I mean, growing up, I didn't want to talk to the cops. What Deuce Nitch acts as, as a buffer between you and the police. 
You'll never have to see the cops. Mm-hmm. Cops deal solely with douchenish.com. Mm-hmm. And this deals from from any type of crime, from rape to to burglary to murder to, to anything. Domestic violence, anything. You know, mm-hmm. domestic violence is one of the most well-kept secrets in America. Yeah. This is a way for wives or husbands to come forward to maybe try to get themselves in a better situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to turn it to the, uh, to the callers right now, the listeners. I mean, what do you people say out there? Do you, we'll take a vote. Snitch or don't snitch. You know, um, like you often hear time and time again, I think it's so embedded in our community, again, that, that you just don't do that. You know, uh, again, I was watching uh, a couple of these clips on CNN, and just the mindset that's in the hip-hop culture is that, yo, you know what, I'm going to mind my own business because guess what? If I tell, I'm now included in that. My life is at stake. My family's life is at stake with dealing with something like that. You know, so and I guess this is a great way, a great buffer uh, to... Um, to to not have that, to not be exposed that way. You know? Yeah, you're right. But, uh, but, um, yeah, so, Marcus, how long um, has this been going on? Well, Deuce Snitch has been in existence right at two years today. Uh, mm-hmm. Note that it has not been an easy road, tried it, but if it was going to be easy, everybody would do it. Mm-hmm. But me, myself, and a group of other people have decided to just basically try to change the culture, you know, one person at a time. I know overnight the change isn't going to happen, but we're, we're planning on staying dedicated and steady on this task to make it a better place for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Everybody must do their part. Now, now, Marcus, um, you say like you and other people have started this. Did you um, have you ever have they all had something? happened to them or their family members for for them to be so deeply involved in this? No, they're just conscious people who decided to to make a change. You know, Mm -hmm. when you get a group of people who got a common goal, you'd be surprised what can happen. Oh, no question. Snitch was born out of this. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody wants to live in a crime-free environment. Everyone. How many success stories would you say have have, has come out of the situation? Well, without giving names or anything, but we've had several. I mean, Mm -hmm. there have been a lot of incidents locally here that uh, we've aided in, in correcting. Like, give me an example of one. I really don't want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. to protect, you know, the sources. Well, you know, could it have been, like, domestic violence where someone tipped the information off and they found who they had to find? and Actually, a little bit more severe than that. They were actually a murder case. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with information like that, that that definitely helps. Now, when you type in the information, that lets it go. You don't get a reward or anything like that for for giving any information, no, right? See, that once again, we're not we're similar to Crime Stoppers, but we're that website that wants you to exercise your conscience. Uh, don't, the reward that comes from reporting a crime is being able to sleep at night. Yeah, knowing that yeah. you've done the right thing. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, man. I mean, it's, it, it takes a lot of uh, courage <laughs> to uh, to do what you're doing, to say the least. Um, I don't I don't know of any program um, that's out there that would allow people to give information um, based on crimes and, and what they've seen. And uh, yeah, it, it, one, in one notion, you do sleep good at night, but on the other hand, 
um, you often think about the repercussions that you may have if somebody did find out. And uh, I just commend you on, on doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, I, I know this is a very sensitive topic because you, you're dealing with uh, a lot out there. Uh, dealing with people's lives. Dealing with people's lives as, as well as your own, too, as well, you know. So it's, um, it's very, very important. And I hope that people that, that are listening today, um, if, they, if you feel moved or, or you hear something, you want more information or you – you're in a situation where you know information on a crime. Uh, here's a way that you can get it out there without being um, without being uh, out there. Your name out there is totally anonymous. Now, this is a nationwide ordeal, correct? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, you can go to um, what's the, the website is do do www.dosnitch.com. Okay, cool. Okay, we're going to take a minute break, Marcus. When we come back, we'll take some questions from some callers and, and still chop it up a little bit on the program and, and how it's changing lives. When we come back in a minute, y'all. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George, and we're talking about snitching. Is it cool or not? Should you just mind your business if you see something that you're not, you know, that you just so happen to see done some some wrong to somebody? And if you do, how do you report it? And here's a great way to do it. You can go to DoSnitch.com, 
and uh, give you information, and hopefully justice will be done. And here with me talking about this is Marcus. Now, Marcus, we were talking about you know, how you created this this program and how it's benefited the lives. The one question I have is, where do you fall in line with relationship with the authorities? Do you have a straight connection to them? Do they go straight to the website and get the information? And are you are you just or just a middle person in the whole ordeal? We're basically, like I said earlier, the buffer. What we do, our, the way the system is set up, is set up to decipher what's going to where. Mm-hmm. And each report is sent to the proper authorities in that area where the crime allegedly occurred. So and it's a lot basically of up to them to take it or leave it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. And we get a lot of false accusations, too. Everything's investigated prior to being disseminated to the proper authorities. Oh, so what you do is the information is given to you, and everything you, you investigate to make sure it's it's legitimate. Correct. And then it's given to. Correct. And this is a, a, a nationwide ordeal. Yes, sir. Wow. We have, we have enough people, I guess, where we're getting enough people nationwide to help speed up this process in uh, disseminating the information. Mm-hmm. And so, so is this how how big is this organization, Marcus? Well, it's growing. It's, it's actually we're in all all fifty states now. We actually the intent was to make this thing international because mm-hmm. crime is crime anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. people have a conscience everywhere. So basically, we're just trying to make it nationwide. Mm-hmm. I see. Now, with that, you know, that's that takes a great deal of funding. Now, how how do you? How do you keep the the lights on, so to speak, in terms of uh, keeping everybody doing what they're doing? I know that some people would love to do this from the bottom of their heart, but you know, what 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 is what? How do you keep the the lights on, pretty much, and keep everybody enthused from a monetary sense? Well, initially, uh, the lights were kept on by my pockets for the most part, uh-huh. but now we're taking sponsorships and advertisements. Uh, you can actually go to the website and. Click on advertisement, and you can actually, you know, link up and uh, pick out which type of ad you want to actually sponsor. Okay, okay. And you can go straight to the No, this is nationwide, so the advertisement would be, you know, benefit any company out there who's willing to do it. Okay. All right, well, we have a, a call from Sean from Memphis. Sean, you're on Radio by George. Hello, how are you? How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. You, you have a question or comment about today's topic? I actually have a comment. I first of all, I want to say that I really, really enjoy your show, saying you're doing a great job and keep it up. Uh, thank you. Um, but as far as snitching, correct? What say this again? Snitching. Oh, snitching, exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I, I agree with the website. I, I think it's the wrong thing to do. The police are not our friends, and, and that's just something that we should not do. Mm. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, thank you for your comments, Sean. Thank, thank you very you. much. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's wow. We hear from somebody else, Marcus, that, right. you know, and that, that is that's something that you, you know, just don't do. You don't you don't forge relationships with that. What are your thoughts about that? Well, like I said, I tell everybody, this isn't for everybody. It's not for the person who don't want a safe community. It's not for the person who don't want to have the kids be able to walk to one end of the street to the next. It's not for that type of person. It's for those people who are trying to secure their neighborhood, as a result, secure their community. As a result, secure their, their city to be as safe as they possibly can. It's not for everybody. There are other mm-hmm. programs out there that might benefit other people, but this is for those people who are really consciously trying to make a difference in their neighborhood. You, you know, I, I find, yeah, I mean, 
I heard this young woman say that she's not for it, but I pose a question to, to listeners out there. What if something devastating happens to your loved one? Wouldn't you want that information? I mean, you look at what happened to the young man down in Florida, Sean, um, Sean Taylor, and you think about his family and, and what they're going through. And I'm pretty sure they would want to know something, why his life was lost or why he, somebody was hurt, just just to to, to move on. I mean, That's because, closure. Yeah, it brings closure to it. I mean, it doesn't bring the person back physically, but it, it kind of just makes sense. You bring closure to it because the life was lost. So, you know, if something happens to me or if I see something, and, and for, for me at this point in my life and where I am, I'm going to tell. You know, that's the bottom line. I'm gonna do what I have to do and tell. And and because I would want somebody to do that for my family and for me. And that's just the way that's just how it goes. That's just my opinion on it. And believe and, it or not, Eddie, that's the mindset of the majority. Mhm. That is the mindset of the majority. The, ma- the majority want to make a change. You know, you but you're gonna have those people who don't wish to have things go in the right direction. You're gonna have that opposition to keep things going in the wrong direction. But what we have to do as a majority Mm-hmm. is to ignore that and forge, and forge forward to make things happen in the right way. But, you know, so yeah, and some people, uh, they want to step up and sell, but they're afraid they're going to be called a, an Uncle Tom or a sellout or, or you, you're, you're, um, you're aligning yourself with the authorities. But That's what the website's for. Mm-hmm. If you want to step up, go to the website, deucenitch.com. No one will ever know that you came forward, but mm-hmm. you'll know that you did the right thing. And from mm-hmm. that one right thing, you may develop a habit of doing the right thing on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, habit. And what we're trying to do at DeuceNish.com is change the habits of everybody's thinking. Now, let me ask you this, let me ask you this Marcus. How do you, now, you're building your network of people. How do they become involved? Do they say, oh, this is a great program, I want to become, be more involved with this? Yeah, basically, um, we have they become talk- anonymous as well with, with this whole program? Yeah, correct. We're having actually the... We're setting up units all across the United States. I mean, mm-hmm. we get emails regularly from people wanting to start do snitch in their neighborhood, you know. So it, it's catching on. And I hope that it catch on so much that no one can put it out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I don't want to replace anything that has to do with progress. I just want to help speed it up sometimes, you know, just a little bit. If I can put the oil on the wheel to make it smooth, run a little bit more smoother, then that's great. Do now, do the authorities appreciate what you're doing? Yeah, they do. But, you know, we've had, op- like, most anything, you you get opposition from everybody. Mm-hmm. What, what is some the opposition that you get from the authorities? You know, you most provide of the time, information. Well, without going into great detail, you know, initially when we first started, they were a little bit hesitant about working with us mm-hmm. until we start showing them how these leads are producing an end to a to a to a wrong. Now it's more like they're really willing to work with us, but they never in the initial beginning. You know, no one. I guess because it was brand new. No one really wanted to work with us. But I've mm-hmm. noticed, you know, in the last five to six months, I mean, the progress is just moving on. Everybody's joining in. Mm-hmm. For one common cause. And that's great, man. And, you know, for anybody listening out there, if you have any other comments or questions, if you think it's, it's we should keep it separate, you know, not talk to the authorities, not give any information, call one, let me hear your thoughts. You know, everybody doesn't think the same. Here it is, Marcus believes in a, in a cause, and he wants people to give out information based off of a, an experience that happened in his lifetime, a very hurtful one. 
And it's something that, you know, when you think about it, if something were to happen to one of your loved ones or, or you, whatever, um, you want people to step up and, and, and help out and, and get leads because after 48 hours, it's very difficult to close a case. And oftentimes, it's, it's a wrap. How many, uh, Marcus, how many cases, um, I don't know if you may know this, how many cases of a murder that this pretty much go unsolved? Wow. I would think, you know. Or, or crime in, in that regard. Yeah. Um, I say more go unsolved than solved. Mm-hmm. And, then, and that's based off of people not stepping up and giving people information. Up. Because one thing about life, whatever you do, somebody sees you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's never, there's no such thing as the perfect crime. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone heard something, someone saw something. You know, someone heard somebody say they saw something. Nothing's perfect. In order to stop the crime, though, what you heard, what you saw, what you think you saw, whatever, whatever it is, you need to come forward with it. And you can do that once again anonymously by going to the website, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was a situation um, a few years back with Buster Rhymes and his and his bodyguard. He was shot and killed coming out of a studio from a video shoot. And what happened there, you know, it was 25 people that were surrounding it. They may have could have given information, but no one gave any information. And that could be an example where, you know, one of those 25 could have typed in whatever they have to type in and let it go from there. But because of where they come from or where you come from, it's, it's the code of the streets. And it could hurt your business. It could hurt, you know, your so-called street credibility of you being a snitch, because you hear you hear about stories in prison. You know, if you snitch, you get you know a, a slash mark from your ear through your throat back to the other side of your ear, and that's just something that is embedded to you, embedded in you as you or were a child growing up in that environment. And that's just being a product of the environment. And and here is a way where you can do the right thing, and if you think it's the right thing, you can call in or you can type in and get information and it's out of your hands, and you can move on. So I, I think it's, it's, it's genius. I think it, it, could, uh, it can serve this world um, if that's something that somebody believes in. That's you know? But uh, let's definitely hear from our callers. You know, we heard from Sean and what she had to say. She said that, hey, you know, she doesn't agree with with Marcus and what he's doing in terms of of, of giving information and, and pre- having things come to a closure. I think it, um, me personally, I think it just helps the families ease the pain and, and moving on in their lives. Granted, you know, the, the person or the situation can't be fixed or taken back, but you can have closure to that situation. One thing Sean did say was that she really enjoyed the show, Eddie. So, I mean, she's listening. Yeah, she's listening. She's listening. But, you know, we don't know you know, where she, where she believes in or where she's from. But all you can do is respect that and just continue to try to change the world. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we want to talk more about snitching. Do you believe or don't you believe? Let's see your thoughts. If you have any stories that you want to share, hey, feel free to call in. To the number that you see on your screen, we're going to take a quick break and we'll talk more with Marcus and Snitching when we come back, y'all. SBX 
experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. Uh, today's topic, we're talking about snitching. Should you snitch or shouldn't you? Should you hold information close to your vest so that you don't get injured, or should you give information to help somebody else out? And that's the topic of the day. If you, if you do believe in this, we have Marcus online who's talking about his website, which is dosnitch.com, and basically you sign on, you give information anonymously, and you move on. And this has changed lives. We heard from Sean from Memphis who believes that you shouldn't give police any information whatsoever, even if you do know it's the right thing. Now we have Raymond, Raymond Harris on hold. What are your thoughts about this topic, Raymond? Well, the way I feel about it, Eddie, is, I mean, I think there are instances and times where uh, you you should not snitch. But by and large, for the most part, I just think it's like really immature. I think it's very irresponsible to 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 really buy into this this notion of of, of not snitching. Mm. To be honest, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's so it's so dangerous mm. that you see when you see people having all these different things happen to them, like within their communities and within their neighborhoods, and for people to not step up and have the the guts, and and, and I can understand how you can. How someone might look at it and think it, you know, it's not about guts or, or gumption or gall, 
but it really, when it boils down to it, I mean, there is a responsibility that you have to to the other people that you 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 live with and mm-hmm. you work with and and you care about to to say something, to be a man or a mm-hmm. woman, or be an adult, and basically step up. Now, if you, there are two people and they're doing dirt, and you 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 both are doing something wrong, and you get caught. I don't think it's right to, to snitch on the other person there mm-hmm. because you were doing something wrong. You got caught. You got to go ahead and, and face the consequences without so bringing somebody is, else into you, it. You, you, you can use in certain certain instances. Like it, you shouldn't snitch in one in one instance if you're both doing wrong. But if you see something in your community, if you see if you have information on uh, a certain crime, you should you should give that information. I think so. I really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, 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 let me interject it. We teach kids, you know, we from school to school, we teach various such things as good snitching and bad snitching, kind of in reference to what Mr. Harris is saying also. Uh, but if you see someone committing a crime that's horrific, a crime that's going to change the lives of the people he's committing the crime on or the neighborhood that he's committing the crime in, that has to be reported because it's not going to stop. If you don't stop him the first time, he's going to do it again and again, and he's going to get so comfortable doing it, he may move it from one neighborhood to the next neighborhood, mm-hmm. or from one home to the next home, or one family to the next family. You know, and the only way to stop that from happening is to initially stop it in the beginning. Hey, Marcus, do you think this is the reason that this is so pre- prevalent now in, in lots of communities out there <clears throat> is because of like the, the inherent distrust that that a lot of people in our in our communities have with uh, the police force. Mm-hmm. Right. I do agree with that. You know, the police has they got a big job ahead of them. They got to make up to America. You know, because in in the past, the police department, FBI, the CIA, they've been infamous for just basically destroying families themselves. No question. So it's it's a big step they have to take towards making up. You know, they need to go through a phase lift themselves. You know, I've, I've never advocated the police were always right. I mean, when I was growing up, I, technically I didn't like the police either. You know, right. I just didn't. You know. But in time, you have to realize it was it was established to protect the people. So, not doing anything to correct them, also you, you're like just as guilty as the next person. You know, you have to do something to change something. And the only way to change something is to get involved, to come forward. But like most people, I grew up very distrustful about the police. Right. But that didn't make me not say, "Hey, what you're doing is wrong. You got to fix this. You have to fix it." Exactly. And, and, and I was thinking, man, like, there was like a couple weeks, nah, maybe a couple months ago, I was watching 60 Minutes, and Cameron, you familiar with Cameron, the, the rap artist Cameron, right. he was on 60 Minutes, and they asked him, you know, if there was a, like a convicted, or some kind of, someone that was like molesting kids or raping kids, or something like that. Serial killer. Uh, yes, a serial killer, something that was very extreme. If he lived in like in the same neighborhood or same building, would he would he say something? And he said no. I wouldn't say anything. I'd be like, you know, going about my business. And I just thought, man, what a horrible, what a horribly irresponsible thing. How stupid a comment to make on national television. Oh, man, I was so embarrassed, man. I really was. I was really embarrassed about that. But, but, but to, to his defense, look where he comes from, though. You know, I don't, I don't know where where you guys come from, where you're from, but you gotta think that where he's from, that is cold of the streets, and but his initial place that he came from was a home. Right, right. But what I'm had, saying is, he had a is, is, We don't know what experiences that he had in his life with the police. You know, we don't we don't know that. In fact, he was shot several times, and 
I'm pretty sure he had he could have gave lead as to who did it. Right. But for either his life or his street credibility or for his business, that could hurt his business as far as being a snitch. And that's the way it is. That's where his money comes from. That's where his business comes from. So he was speaking from a truthful place. And like it or not, that's how he feels. He's like, listen, there's a serial killer here. I'm not going to put my life in jeopardy. And if he continues to do that, I'm like, hey, I don't get nah. along with the cops anyway. I don't have a good relationship with them anyway. But that nah, comes from Harlem. You have to be responsible. And the cops in Harlem are notorious right. for for um, for being corrupt in the New York Police Department. So but, how can you trust them? You see what I'm saying? I, so Eddie, I, I, I see what you're saying, and but I don't think that's what he was saying. I think he was really basically just selling out because what his his response. And his reasoning for that was, look, when I'm, I'm, I go on tour, when I'm performing in front of these different crowds, they look at me, I need to have credibility. So, you know, and these are the people that are buying my records, these are the people that are, you know, coming to my tours, mm-hmm. these different things. So basically what he's saying is, I, I don't care about this, that this guy may possibly kill somebody and take some people's lives. What I really truly care about is my livelihood. And then coming across you know, with some kind of credit, credibility, making making money, that right there is to me is the, the, the pure definition of selling out. And that's 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 one way to look at it. Also, you can look at it as if him saying, "If I do snitch, there are still those same people in the crowd that can also take my life, and I'm exposed to that at that point in time." Well, they that's don't what really this dot com is for. You know, you don't have to actually go down to the police station to report your crime. You go. Mm-hmm. Everybody has access to the web these days. Just go to the website, www.doosnitch.com. I mean, to to be on national television to make an irresponsible statement like that, people looking up for it, looking up to you. I mean, to me, I, I just think it's really just, I'm a retro-retarded almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you know, I'm I'm not condoning anything that Cameron says or does, but that's just the devil's advocate from where he's coming from, from his perspective, because we had a caller come on and say, listen, under no circumstances should we give information or have dialogue with the police as far as giving in any information, because they're not to be tr- trusted. And I'm pretty sure they come probably come from, from a background where the relationship is not there. You know, you have some places down south where, for lack of a better word, it's still back in the 60s. <laughs> You know, this right. is the mindset that you're right. dealing with. Right. And and to to aid police in, in terms of your community. You see, that's the thing. They're not thinking about helping the community. They're more or less thinking about um, their livelihood and their relationship with with the cops. And it's just something that's so deeply ingrained in them that you sh- under no circumstances do you do that. And it's hard for people to do that, but with your program and your website, I think it can allow people to open up the dialogue and communicate and and try to solve some issues. And hopefully, you know, this is what I was thinking, we have a minute to be closed. Is this something that can prevent violence or continue to promote violence when you start to snitch? Because some people are going to be... You know they're going to go against the grain on this one if you start to open up and and give information that you're going to have more violence out there. Yeah, the the minority will go against the grain, but the majority will not. You know, if you take enough bad people off the street and put them in a facility where they possibly can be rehabilitated, that's great. You know, most of the time the the, 
I hate to say the judicial system isn't designed to rehabilitate. No, it's not. It's really not. But the streets aren't designed to rehabilitate either if you're committing the same crime over and over again. You get a, it's like anything. If you do it enough times, you get like a, a, you get desensitized by it. So the only way to stop these people from doing the same thing over and over again is to get them off the street. The only way to get them off the street is for someone to report them and have the proper authorities remove them off the street. Everybody wants peace. But in order to, get, in order to have peace, you have to get rid of the peace breakers. You have to. Mm. And one way to do that is to report them. Well, that's uh, that's it for our show. I uh, want to thank you, Marcus, for coming on and, and sharing the information that, that you can go to. Be a, go to the website. You can go to doosnitch.com. I want to thank uh, Carlos for coming on today, Raymond from uh, Columbus, and, and Sean from Memphis for giving their insight and input on the topic of the day. And uh, you people, be blessed and do right. And until next time, same hour, same place. I'm Eddie George, and I'm out. Peace. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.